welcome to today's devotion. Today, I just want to encourage you because this may be one of the toughest words for some of you this morning. But I titled this Freedom in the Promised Land or Contentment in My Past. I think that one of the toughest biblical stories in the Bible are found in Numbers 13 and 14. Why? Because it, it discussed the children of Israel after being released from Egypt, going through the Red Sea, experiencing thirsting and seeing God move fighting their enemies and God crushing them. And, and yet they were outside right next to the promised land in which God promised to, but failed to go through the door. Can I start off with Numbers 13 and 25? Well, I'm going to start out with Numbers 13 and 1. It says that this is what the Lord said to Moses. Send me men to spy out the land of Canaan, and which I am going to give the sons of Israel. From each of their father's tribe, you shall send a man, every one a leader among them. And in and, and verse 25, it says, when they return from spying out the land. At the end of 40 days, they came to Moses and Aaron and to all the congregations of the sons of Israel in the wilderness and showed them the land's fruit. They reported to Moses and said, we went into the land where you sent us and it certainly does flow with milk and honey. And this is its fruit. But the people who live in the land are strong and the cities are walled and very large. Moreover, they saw their, the descendants of a people of great statue and courage and the descendants of the Amalekites lived in the, the land. And then at verse 30, Kadav quieted the people before Moses and says, Let's, let us go up at once and take possession of it. We will certainly conquer it. But the men who had gone up with him said, we're not able to go up against the people of Canaan. For they are too strong for us. So they gave the Israelites a bad report about the land in which they spied out. Let's pray. Father, teach us through your word how to live into total freedom in your promises and not be so content with our paths that it causes us not to move forward in what you've given us.
Give us the wisdom and understanding how to apply these teachings. Show us where we are. Highlight any areas of our life. Reveal to us individually exactly what we're supposed to do and how we're supposed to do it. In Jesus' name, amen. Can I be practical? The children of Israel were released from bondage, right? To get God's blessing. Even after going through issues and failures, they were right at the door. But let's talk about us. Jesus saved us. It was an awesome thing. And we know that he saved us and things start to happen in our life. For instance, we have seen Jesus perform healing to our children, sometimes to our wives, to our family, family members. But sometimes it's hard for us to accept him healing us when we're experiencing sickness, when we're, we're going through the pain and we have to experience cancer, when we have to experience something we can believe him to heal someone else, and we can know that he's done that. But then when we, it comes to us, sometimes we fail. Can I be real again? God delivered me or someone from abusing me. But I can miss the relationship so much. And desire to go back and go back into that relationship. We're talking about freedom in the promised land or contentment in the past. I'm just reminding you what we're talking about. Lastly, I can get delivered from debt. Somebody can pay off my credit card bills. I can get debt free. And then I get right back in it. I rush back in instead of doing things different and choosing to live different from the bondage that I'm used to rather than enjoying the freedom that's ahead of me. I'm comfortable with staying where I'm at instead of going in. See, we can look at the children of Israel, but when we apply this word to ourselves, it becomes real. Now, I know there can be a tons of other examples because as we look at them, we must look at ourselves and say, I'm doing the same thing in a different way here. Let's talk about the scriptures. The first scripture we're going to go to is Galatians chapter 1, I mean chapter 5, verse 1. It says that, and it was this freedom that Christ set us free completely, liberating, in other words, therefore keep standing firm.
and do not be subject again to your yoke of slavery, which you once were removed. Notice, this, this is God is trying to, and I'm talking to believers. He's trying, and I'm trying to encourage you as I'm encouraging myself. Walking in freedom and standing firm and walking in the spirit may cause us to do something different. Because what God wants to do is to move me from where I was into something new. But I must be willing to embrace it. Oh, that, let me, that was good. But can I share this, this other scripture with you? You see, it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 17. It says, so now we regard no one from the human point of view, according to the worldly standards and values. In other words, we can't think like the world customs, the way the world do things. We can't continually think like Egypt if we've been set free. And it says, though we have known Christ from a human viewpoint, now we no longer know him in this way. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, that is, he's being grafted or joined to him by faith, by faith in him as a savior. Jesus died for us so that not for us to be in bondage, enslaved, or have anything to be a master over us to where we can't control ourselves, but he set us free. And in that freedom, he says that if I accept him by faith as a savior, I am a new creature, reborn, renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things previously moral and spiritual conditions have passed away and behold new things have come because there is a spiritual awakening that brings forth a new life can i share something with you have you ever been around someone and let's talk about me Sometimes where we talk about the things in the past, you know, we talk about, for instance, I well, I'm, we had so much fun when we were living here and, and we were doing these things we were part in and we were living in the projects. See, those things may have been, there may have been some fun things about it. But if we be real about it, either we're going to ponder on it and continue to ponder on it, and then we refuse. We get so wrapped up into how much fun we have that we forget we're brand new. It's like somebody sitting at a grave and beating on a grave and wishing and wishing. But at the same time, they're forgetting that the person and they're mourning over 
they forget that they're, they're living right here in the present. There's nothing wrong with mourning, just like there's no, nothing wrong with embracing where we went or where we came from. But we have to remember we're still here in the present. In other words, now that God has saved us and transformed us, now that Jesus has come into our life, we're a brand new. So that old life is dead. We're resurrected into a new person. As I close with this last scripture, if you're struggling with hanging on, I want to share with you the words of Christ our Lord and Savior. Matthew 11, 28 says, Come to me, all who are weary, heavy burdened by religious rituals that provide no peace. Jesus is the one to give us peace. And I will give you rest, a refreshing for your souls with salvation. In other words, in that salvation, in that newness, there is a, a fresh person, a new being, a new transformation. And he wants us to embrace that. And he says, take my yoke of, upon you. Take my yoke on you. And learn from me, which means following me, following Jesus as his disciple. And it says, I am gentle, humble, and hard. And you will find a renewal, blessed, quiet life for your soul. For my yoke is easy to bear and my burden is light. Freedom in the promise, not contentment in the past, is what God wants you to have. He wants us to be totally free in our mind, our heart, and in our spirit so that we can do things differently. Father, I, I thank you for this word of encouragement for those that will listen. Thank you for encouraging me, encouraging others. May your peace be upon your people. In Jesus' name, amen.